Welcome to Changing the Sales Game podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. Thanks for tuning in today. Now, every week as you tune in, I, I, get, I know you have to feel my passion and energy for changing that word of sales to something that's a little bit more positive. So to help you on this mindset shift, please go and take my free gift, which is my free communication style assessment. You get a report showing your superpowers and you get a report showing your blind spot. Kind of important. So just go to my website, WhitmanAssos.com slash and then CSA for communication style assessment, my gift to you. So my motivational quote today is by Erica Jong. She happens to be a writer and her quote says, what is the fatal charm of Italy? What do we find there that can be found nowhere else? I believe it is a certain permission to be human, which other places, other countries lost long ago. So it's interesting, um, as I was preparing for the show and I reflected on my own personal Italian heritage and, you know, my huge family, I'm blessed to be part of this amazing family. But there's something that allows me, I, I think, in my upbringing that helps me to naturally feel like the people I meet, whether it's personally or professionally, they just easily become part of my personal family. And as I think about it, I wonder what my dad experienced living in Italy. He came here when he was about 19 years old. And the values um, that he learned from being in this different land, this different culture, you know, versus the United States. And I know so much of who I am is absolutely because of that little piece of Italy, maybe, that he carried with him through his life and in turn has shared that Italian energy vibration of that ease of family within myself and my siblings. And, and it's truly a gift. So I'm going to ask you to pause and contemplate the values, could be good or bad, of course, that your family has perhaps passed to you and maybe think about if they are serving you in your career or business right now, and if not, what you could do to change it. And today, my guest, I think she's going to inspire you to reflect on that question. And my guest is... Italian by birth, and she is the cosmeto and she is cosmopolitan cosmopolitan. Say that three times fast, everyone. By vocation, my good friend and wonderful guest is Angela Santi. Now, Angela is one of a kind, Dolce Vita lifestyle designer for elite entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. She's fiercely protective of her craft, the art that is the science behind a good life. As such, she has pioneered the four pillars of Dolce Vita life mastery model, working privately with a select group of ultra high performers and global leaders. Her Mediterranean infused methodology ascends today's high flyers to unprecedented levels of success while living the Dolce, La Dolce Vite, the signature Italian lifestyle through her bespoke best life blueprint, a transformational implementation of daily business and personal routines and habits that fall effortlessly into place. So please help me welcome the elegant, most lovely, heart-centered guest, Angela, to the show. So, Ange, thanks for being on. I'm so excited for our show today. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello. Dear sister, dear Connie, I'm so blessed and honored to be part of your show. Thank you very much for inviting me, and I'm so excited to spend some time with you today and your audience. Yes. So my first question, Angela, that you can answer first, share briefly about your background and what you do and your philosophy, because it's fascinating and it's brilliant. 
Okay, so I have uh, a double background. It's uh, part of my background is humanistic, as I have this humanistic um, uh, university degree in English and American literature, guess what, and linguistics, and I've always loved to know about people, about the, all this, the human, the human part, and whatever is human, uh, uh, and has to do with the human beings. Then what happened, being uh, the daughter of an uh, entrepreneur, and by the way, my family, it's, I am the fourth generation uh, entrepreneur, as all Italians, I was called to go and work in my family business. That was one of the biggest, 10 biggest um, automotive distributors for supercars named Ferrari, Maserati, Mercedes, you know, all the cool stuff, luxury stuff for Northern Italy. And um, so at the time, uh, you know, what happens is that the family says, um, so your role is, since you're a woman and since you are so passionate about the human beings and the human side of things, is HR and organizational development. So I made my way there, you know, like skills assessment, no skills assessment there. It's like, you're a woman or a man, and you, <laughs> you are in charge. It was the time, and it was the time, right? Yes, yeah. it was the time. Yeah, it was almost 30 years ago. Sure. So I made my way there with no mentor, no role model, no nothing. And by the way, my role models, and if you're talking about sales, they, are, they were all men, so this tough yeah, you know, like leadership style, and yeah. and I, I made, really made my way there, and um, and I really was very successful. But as I had this masculine role models, you know, and uh, as business, I think is still very much based on this masculine role models. I was living a life, a successful life that wasn't mine, and I, I wasn't realizing it until in 2008, the whole thing collapsed after the human brother, um, Lehman brother collapsed. And um, so at that time, I really, I was realizing that I was success on the, successful on the surface, but I wasn't really successful on the inside. And I wasn't living according, really according to who I was because I was chasing this models, you know. Yeah. So what I did is I, I just started, I left, I left the whole thing and I started from scratch my own business. And I decided that this uh, business was to be uh, much more closer to my values, to my way of life, to what I was before going into corporate, you know, and this made me, you know, something that I really would like to uh, stop and think about is how much is the environment um, making us conditioning and making us behave in a way that really doesn't belong to us. And how much empower, naturally empowered we are uh, if we are not really um, conditioned by the, those environments. So I made my way in the, in the consulting world, and it was 2009, 2010. 
And I started working as a management consultant for HR and organizational development. And I decided then to change again in 2016, where after having, a, again, a successful um, business, uh, I was having, again, a life that wasn't mine. I was commuting all the time, traveling all over Italy, and I was like, I was very passionate. I was so passionate that I wasn't really realizing that I was exhausted you know and again i realized that i was exhausted only when i stopped so my story you know is a story of uh pushing it to the max and then stopping and realizing something you know and when i stopped and and just you know thought about it and then i made the big changes and then the second the second big change was uh, like working online, pioneering, which was something really pioneer here in Italy in 2016. And like uh, one year ago, I decided to go international because, I mean, we have no boundaries. And, and then I was like, I was very inspired to work, especially with Americans that are so workaholic they are even more workaholic than the most workaholic italians Absolutely. and i really love i love the quotation that you uh, shared you know about being human so we give ourselves permission to be human we give ourselves permission to let go whenever you know it's time to let go which is something that in my international uh, life i've never found anywhere or maybe in maybe just yeah yeah, it's fascinating. So you said a couple of things in there that I really want <clears throat> you know people to hear you what you said. First of all, that corporate life. And listen, I came up through the corporate life. My, I have wonderful friends who are still in the corporate life, and there's nothing wrong with the corporate life, right? That's that. But but here's the the caveat that I want just people to think about: whether you're a business owner or work for for a corporate client, and you have a wonderful career going. That's awesome, right? We, we have to be happy at what we do. But the values, and I find that through the years, I've left companies or left positions because the value of that leader or the value of the organization, perhaps, as a whole, didn't match mine. Now, it's interesting, you know, being a young person coming up through the ranks, whoever thought, I didn't even know what values meant that an organization or a leader had values, right? The, the language, um, again, because I think of the internet and social media and mindset coaches and all of these wonderful things that are available to us now that we have this thought process of, wait a minute, why doesn't this feel comfortable? And really the values, I think, are the important thing. So I was giggling as you were describing the family business. You know, you're a girl you, because of your background with the human, right, the education piece, you should be in human resource, which ironically, I don't think was a bad choice by your dad or whoever was running the organization. That was a good choice because you did have those innate skills. But it, I don't think there was a thought process of her education. No. And she did, it was just like, this is the position. This is your background. Go and do it. So I think we're so much more educated now because of the social media, Internet and tools that are available internationally because boundaries again with covid boundaries are pretty much gone right so i'm international now as well whoever would have thought right that i would be having a show with some cool chick from italy right so <laughs> all of all of business has changed 100% absolutely the other thing that uh, fascinates me with what you said is that 
when you push, 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 push. And then when you stopped, you felt the exhaustion when you're pushing. And trust me, I know that feeling when we're pushing so hard, we're not pausing to think about our own health, our own situation, our own business, because you're just in go mode. And, and I heard a quote recently in a networking event, and it's really stuck with me, Angela, where, where whoever the person was, they said, you need to slow down to speed up. And you, I know you believe that too. And it's really important, hard to do. So, and the other thing you said that made me giggle is as you're dealing with more and more Americans, we only have go mode. Um, very hard for us to slow down. Um, you know, we get our two weeks vacation a year where, you know, people from Europe, they, they, they'll take a month off to travel. That's unheard of in the United States. So I think it's really cool that you're bringing your philosophy because you're freaking successful, right? But you're bringing that philosophy of hold. You don't have to go, go, go 3000 miles an hour. So my next question is, and in the intro, I shared with it, what is the, the Dolce? a la dolce vita lifestyle because this is important and i love it i just love it so la dolce vita lifestyle is a signature italian lifestyle and it's something that it's really innate in us it's um, in our dna and i really had to stop and unpack it to explain it you know to 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 the word because we just live it so first of all it's not like work-life balance, not at all. It's a really, it's a mindset, is a way of uh, appreciating every single moment of life, is being in the moment, is like enjoying what I work, what I call the th three F, friends, family, and fun. And for us, these three F are a priority. So. Even if you're working, if you're not having fun anymore, there is something, you know, missing somewhere and you have to stop. And then there is always a, a space in our day for family and friends. Like we stop at the end of the working day, which by the way, in Italy is very long because we, we take pauses and Italians are productive, but not as productive as the Anglo-Saxons. So we start working very early in the morning and then end, you know, like at 7 p.m. in the evening, but then you always go out and have and enjoy an aperitif with a Prosecco, with friend. And when you are with your friends, you are there. You're not thinking about your business or, you know, what happened at the office office and you're you are able to detach and it's a way it's also the art of living the art of surrounding oneself with beauty yeah. but also taking care of ourselves from inside out yeah. starting from eating the right food and the right things etc so these are just some examples and later i will tell you where the dolce vita comes from and from this uh, philosophy of life, of living or lifestyle, I created my method, which is the Dolce Vita method, where Dolce Vita, meaning life, means, uh, is an acronym, and V stands for vitality, because you have to be, to have the energy to, 
go, you know, wherever your goals are and to go until the end and you have to show up the right way every day. So your habits and routine must be built in a way that you, uh, that are energizing and not vampire of energy. And then I is inspiration. So it's a mindset thing. So being always inspired, being um, doing whatever you want to do and not listening to the voices inside your head that are trying, you know, to sabotage you or to tell you what, you know, a good person, a good girl or a good boy should do, etc. So being really authentic with yourself. So uh, T stands for techniques, which are organization, time management techniques, prioritizing, setting your goals in a certain way, and so delegating, and so on and so forth. Delegation is one of the most important things for having La Dolce Vita because you want other people to work, to do the hard work and not you. Absolutely. And you you have, you know, you be on the strategic part. And um, the last one, A, means asset. And what are the biggest assets for us that it's our skills, our capacities. So we need to have the capacity to put in place all that. So what I, and and what I think is that all these four dimensions are like the wheels of a car, the car that is taking you to the journey to your goal. And if the wheels are not, you know, balanced, your journey is a very uncomfortable one. And if one of them is broken or is, you know, you maybe not even get to the end of your journey. Absolutely. I love that you use the car analogy because of your family backgrounds and business with the exotic cars, right? So that's so cool. Great, great way to brand yourself also, but fun because we all, you know, most of us have a car or at least have ridden in a car, right? So that there it's, it's understandable. And I, so I love that analogy. Nice branding. Now I, I want to, um, I, I, so here's the next question. I love what you just said. I like what each the acronym right of of the Vita, what it stands for. Um, delegation. I just want to pause there is really important. So a few months ago, I, I hired a, a virtual assistant, and she has become. And I don't even call her my VA. I call her my partner, and she giggles every time I say it. She has become my right hand person, and her creativity because I, when we first met, and this, I hope everyone listening uh, shares this. As you hire people, you have to give them the space to bring their best self to the table. And so in our first meeting, the first thing I said to her is, we have to create a partnership. In order to do that, I need to hear your voice, which means for me, she's, she's 20, right? And I'm, I'm going to be 60 next month. So, I, you know, 40 year difference. I said, you think differently than I, you see things differently than I, you are technologically so advanced compared to me. You need to share, Khan, I think we should do this. What if we tried this? I might not always agree, but I need to hear from you and then think about what we can create together with my wisdom, right, being in, in business for 39 years or, or being, you know, working for 35 years and what you bring to the table with your fresh insights and education and all of that, think about what we can create. And 
she has been an absolute dynamo. And I don't I told her next year, 2022, I want her to take on project manager role so we can have other people who are good at graphics, et cetera. And I told her she needs to start building her empire because she's such a great leader at 20 years old and what she's bringing to me. So that delegation and seeing the value. But you have to open that line of communication to let people know this is my expectation. But you need to find your voice. Doesn't mean I'm always going to agree. And I told her I will always be respectful and understand where you're coming from. And at 20, you know, think about a 40 year different Angela. I And I know I have a very big personality. It could have been intimidating. But when that first meeting, when I opened that door, she has lived up to every, let me, let me lived up to, she has exceeded every expectation that I thought our relationship could be. And now she's basically working for me full time. And again, next year, I want people under her. So she'll become my project manager. She's brilliant, but we have to give people that chance, right? We have to allow them to bring their zone of genius to us. Um, so I just wanted to comment. Not only is your time and organizational skills are important, you have to give up the reins at times. And I know business owners and leaders, oh, I, I've got to do it because nobody does it like me. That's okay um, because you're never going to be, never, you're going to have a flat tire. You're going to be riding on a flat tire constantly, <laughs> right? That's really the essence of it. So thank you for that. Just, I just had a pause on that time management slash delegation piece because I think business owners, especially, but leaders, we want to be in control. You got to surrender at times, right? So really listen to what Angela said. So thank you for that. Now, my next question, why do you think, and you and I have talked about this, but why do you think La Dolce Vita and that, why do we need to embrace it? And why do you think we need to embrace it now more than ever with what's going hmm. on in the world? So we need to embrace it because it's really the fuel of our business. And I like to take this example. So where uh, does La Dolce Vita comes from, this lifestyle? It comes from, not from the movie Fellini movie, but it comes from the Romans, the ancient Roman, you know, in the Latin word, and the Romans built the biggest, the greatest empire in the world uh, on La Dolce Vita, that at that time it was called Otium, it was like uh, inaction. And they were alternating action and inaction, which in Latin would be negotium action and inaction otium and inaction wasn't at all being couch potatoes but was having a scheduling strategic time leisure time um in order you know to get inspired in order to nourish mind body and soul and it was let's say mandatory for them and only Pass me this, it's not politically correct, but the those who were running, you know, inside the hamster wheel at the time weren't the free men, it were the slaves. Yeah. So we that think they are so we are so cool because we, you know we take pride of our business. We are slaves of our business. Yes. So the Romans have a natural, very organic way to balance uh active time and inactive time and from inactive time they got all the inspiration then they have the time you know to to let things percolate and you know to and maybe also to understand where they were going because we are so used to being busy and to to run but where we are running are we running in the right direction are we running multiple where we want to go 
And are we? In, I want to 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 go back to the the car metaphor. Are we really driving that car, or you know, is it a self-driving car, or is there another pilot who are just sitting and we think that we are that we are driving and we're not? So it's very important to stop, to stop, and yeah. and to get our time back. And why now? Because I think that. Although many people are trying to tell us that, oh, we, we go back to business, you know, as usual, we go back to the normal. There is no normal anymore. The pandemic has left a scar or something. I mean, we have to learn from what has happened. And first of all, to me, you know, there were so many deaths in the world that the life, people life has become even more precious and even more valuable. And also, you know, like talking with friends and clients and colleagues, we just realized that, you know, staying inside also as a metaphor, you know, lockdown is also to me is a metaphor or looking inside us. Many people and so many people realize how crazy was the life before and how more human it is to slow down and to you can do business anyways you know and to live at a different pace so why now and why i'm doing la dolce vita because i want to disrupt the culture of the workplace and i want to work with leaders because i believe that you can just make a revolution starting from the levers the leaders that are successful are enjoying their life are not frustrated and they're you know and then they can teach and infuse with this mentality all their organizations. Agree, and it has to start with the top uh, because, it, it, well, here's the thing, uh, and, and I want everybody to hear this. You could change your mindset no matter what your organizational structure is or who you're reporting to or if you're in a business owner. Take ownership. And really, I, I love what you said, Angela. We have to go inside because what is my vision for my life? Don't let an organization run it, right? So that's that's the first piece of the puzzle. I believe if you're in an organizational situation, our leaders, they have to stop and they have to start to look at what is the impact of their behavior on their the people under them. And, and, and for me as a leader, right, in, in the industry, if you're not living up to your full leadership capacity, meaning learning, and, and here's the thing, we're human. You started with this, right? We're human and we make mistakes and that's our humanness. And I believe that our flaws are what make us so beautiful at the same time because our flaws are part of who we are. With that said, do not bury your head. Oh, it's just the way I am. No, if you do have a flaw or something that is impacting your team, I'm telling you, it's impacting sales. It's imp impacting productivity. It's impacting your operations. It's impacting your customer service. It's impacting everything. So from a leadership perspective, we have so much control and power. We have to, we have to see it first and realize how are we empowering or how are we hindering the team below us, right? And that in of itself, I think, can can make millions for organizations just by having that sh little mindset shift. The other thing um, I wanted to comment on is we all have to take control of our own crap, right? So you have to make a decision. Is the organization, is my business, um, are they meeting the values of me right here, right now, right? Me as a 60-year-old person. My business has evolved and shifted when my kids were little. I controlled it 
a certain way or allowed certain things. Then when my kids were bigger, I, I gave up the reins and I expanded. Now I'm in full expansion mode at 60 because my kids don't need me. They need me, but not need me like they did when they were little, right? So really have to look at your life, your own expectations and what your values are, because if you don't stop and pause, you'll never see the opportunities that are right in front of you. And I just want to one more thing, Angela. I've I have been not victim because I don't like that word, but I have had my nose to the grindstone. So for so much of my life. And by the way, I think that's part of that Italian culture that my dad brought here. Hard work, hard work, hard work. And I've adopted that for sure. My husband and kids say they don't know anybody who works as hard as me. I don't know if that's true, It's, but they that's what they say to me. But here's the thing. When you're working hard and your nose is on the grindstone, you're looking down. And I really, again, I'm going to go back to that quote, slow down to speed up. How many opportunities have I missed because my nose was to the grindstone instead of looking up and enjoying life or hearing conversations or being part of um, a, a calmer situation versus work, work, work? What opportunities have I missed? So, again, I think that La Dolce Vita kind of um, perspective, I think it's, it's truly crucial right now. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's true. Italians tend to work, work, work. And but also when it's not work, we know how to enjoy. And I think that I've noticed is very different from the Americans is that when you uh, are outside enjoying, it's not always on purpose, you know, like I go play golf because I want to go play golf. It's not because probably I meet somebody there who can be useful for that. And it's by chance that the best opportunities are coming. And when we're just, you know, like putting our binders on like horses, you know, like and going down, yes. looking down. It's true. We don't see and we don't get all the so many opportunities that are out there and we don't see them because we are too concentrated in being super focused. So focus is right, but sometimes focus is wrong. That, well, so that goes go. back to the action in action. Yes. Right. We need both in our life. So yeah. working hard. And you said it before, too. People who think they're busy think they're productive. That's not the case. People who are busy are not always successful. They, they have the dog chasing their tail. They're on the hamster wheel. They have the, the flat tire. Right. They're not going anywhere because they're driving on a flat tire. My last question. Uh, we're almost out of time. But how give some tips for anybody listening again, whether they're working for an organization, they are a leader at an organization or they are a business owner themselves right how can mm -hmm. we bring more of this dolce vita into our daily lives like what would be your daily lives routines right what, what are some actionable tips well so the first thing to me is to prioritize I would say pleasure so the, 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 the dolce vita which means first of all looking at your schedule and check out if you have at least 15 minutes every day to enjoy something let's say all the Italians before going to work, they go for a cafe for an espresso. It's not, you know, like going to Starbucks, drinking and running. So we stop, we read in the newspaper, we, we, we have a chat with the barista and, you know, and then, so it can be a very small thing, but put some pleasure in your, uh, in your day. Uh, lunch break is something mandatory find some times with your friends reconnect with your friends and make sure that you have the three f 
so fun and pleasure friends go back to your family and really build your schedule around this small moments of pleasure in your day so really write write it down and consider the pleasure time as important as the business time i love you so I was laughing. Did you see me smile? For anybody listening on Apple Podcasts, those of you on YouTube see me smiling. When she said lunch, I can't tell you the last time I stopped to have lunch. <laughs> it's bad. And my husband, then when we sit down to dinner, I'm ravenous because I haven't eaten since the night before, which is really, really bad. I don't love breakfast, but I don't eat lunch. So then dinner, you know, you're like, oh, my God, give me some food now. So, it, yeah. And then, and then, of course, you can imagine when you're hangry. You're not being real nice about it. So again, we create, but see, I know what you just said. I was reflecting, thinking, hmm, I create that angst at dinner time in my house because I didn't stop to have even a 10 minute lunch or start my day with that little 15 minute sitting maybe on my, my deck drinking my coffee. These little things, guys. And, and here's another thing you said, which resonated with me, by the way. And I don't know, um, you listening, if, if you're like, hmm, I like that idea. I'm scheduled. I'm super, super scheduled, always have been. How hard is it to schedule it into my day? If it's scheduled, it happens, right? Right? For all of us. I am going, I love that tip. I am going to go back to my calendar and start to add those in across the board, especially now that we're ending the year for 2022. I'm going to start really putting those, uh, those, you know, 20 minutes for lunch, even 30 minutes for lunch to just unplug. Because again, we have to look up, slow down to speed up, right? It's the same concept. So Angela, you know, I love you, my friend. I'm so excited that we met. Um, yeah, I just love it. And I will come to Italy and visit you, you know, again, once once I'm more comfortable with the whole travel thing right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love and I love the La, Dice, the La, La Vita Dolce life. I think it's um, really important. And leaders out there, I, you know, I can't recommend Angela enough. If you're struggling and you're kind of like you're throwing your hands up in the air going, ah, I don't know what to do. Have a conversation. So here's Angela's contact info. Please go to her website. See all the cool things she's up to. It's AngelaSanti.it, I-T for Italy. So, and Santi is S-A-N-T-I dot it. And then her email, um, if you have questions, please email her directly at Angela at AngelaSanti, again, dot it. IT for Italy. Um, And also she does have a free offer. Just email her. Tell her you're interested and she will um, send you the free gift or have time, you know, schedule time, whatever her free is. But she does have a little freebie for everybody that is interested. So if this has resonated with you in any way, please email Angela at Angela at angelasanti.it.it. Okay. Um, And thank you so much for being on. I truly, I just love our time together. And I'm so happy that you're part of, again, my personal family. Um, people that meet me that when we connect and we feel that synergy, I tease and I go, okay, you're stuck with me now. So Angela knows she's stuck with me now. Uh, so I hope that's okay. But yeah, you're, you're in my orbit. I love you. I love what you stand for. And I think leaders and business owners, 
I think your philosophy is just so spot on and easy to understand and the tools that you'll provide. Um, we, we all need a roadmap. And again, I'm just going back to the car, right? Make sure your wheels are all in balance, that you have air in your tires, but you need your GPS. So Angela helps you with all of that to make sure that you're on your road to success in the fastest, easy, easiest, and again, the most fun way that we can travel. So thank you so much. I'm envisioning a Ferrari personally on my my road trip. (laughs) I love you, my friend. Thank you. I love being here. Thank you very much for for the time that we spent together. I'm honored and I'm waiting for you in Italy and for everybody that is listening. Why not? Why not? We we could all do a road trip, right, from America to Italy and have some fun. So, yes, Uh, and thank you. We could create a (laughs) road An idea might have been birthed on this show. Uh, (laughs) So thank you for that. And you guys, I hope you will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together how being a heart-centered, and I'm going to just put the word leader out there, right, really can create success that you don't even you can't even see because we have so many blind spots. So lift your head up, live that, that little Dolce Vita lifestyle, reach out to Angela, um, comment to me if you have questions as well, but I just love that you're tuning in every week and I, I wish you all just an amazing week and, and take Angela's that one little tip guys, apply it into your calendar maybe first thing in the morning take that five ten minutes have your coffee or tea or whatever it is leisurely schedule your 15 to 30 minute lunch if you can't take a full hour um and make friends make time for your friends and i'm i am not really good at that as well um so again connie's taking some of the lessons learned here today always always willing to learn uh thank you all for joining me i truly am honored to have you on this journey with me you inspire me my guests inspire me and i just love doing the show i hope you always find value in the content thanks again and i'll see you all next week have a wonderful week everyone ciao ciao bella Thanks for tuning in to Changing the Sales Game podcast with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. Follow.